If you want a great conversation with a Philadelphia sports figure you should know more about, listen to One on One with Matt Leon on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. Not too long after the sun came up this morning, a dozen or so people were gathered in the parking lot of the Walmart just off Aramingo Avenue in Northeast Philadelphia and a big white charter bus was waiting for them. The group was headed to Harrisburg, the state capital, and they were made up of a group of local survivors as well as family members of victims of violent crime who were headed up there along with about 300 other people from throughout the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Their goal was to demand change. There's gunshots, I'd say, every week on my same block. What can we do? We can pray. What can we do? We can get involved in these organizations. I hope people are touched. The families involved, did they get healing? Did they hurt? Today I'm hoping that, and I'm not even hoping, because hope is a powerful force. I'm knowing that we are going to be speaking about not collapsing, not staying down, but surviving. But even just a few days removed from the worst mass shooting on record in Philadelphia history, do these people think their voices will really be heard? Do they think their words and messages will resonate and get through? You gotta be the change you wanna be. You gotta be loving, caring, compassionate, and one person can help everybody else. I just feel like they, they should come out here and really get out on the streets and talk to people to really find out what's going on. We can let our voices be heard. We can share our experiences so people know that they're not alone and it's okay for them to speak up and they don't have to be ashamed and they don't have to be afraid to speak up for change. I'm Jay Scott Smith. I'm Brian Seltzer. And here to tell us more about today's Survivors Speak Pennsylvania event in Harrisburg and the contention from Philadelphia that will be there is KYW's Tim Jimenez. And Tim joins us now. Tim, who exactly went to Harrisburg this morning? Yeah, Jay. So uh, it's a group of uh, people who are either victims uh, themselves. They have been victims in the past. Some of them are related to to people who have unfortunately been killed, for example. So uh, these are, are people who have certainly experienced a lot in their lives, a lot of heartache, a lot of struggles for themselves as well. So they made their way to Harrisburg for a rally this morning. So the, the key there is to what they wanted to do was really send a message to lawmakers that more needed to be done, uh, whether it comes to uh, not just uh, really maybe public safety measures and, and more so less of, you know, let's lock people up for doing something wrong. But we really need to get to the root problem of a lot of this violence. And that's part of their message, along with the need to really help people who have been victims. Don't forget about them. Make sure they have the proper protections that they need going forward. And families as well. We always talk about violence and as gun violence in particular being such a this this domino effect type of situation where so many different people and communities are affected by it. It's proven to be very difficult to get anything to change, whether it's in Harrisburg, whether it's in D.C., it runs into a lot of political gridlock. Does this group think they actually have a chance to make any sort of dent in this, move the needle in any way? I got a good sense of optimism from the three people we talked to. You had a man, Ray Cintron from North Philadelphia, Nicole Durrell of Tacony, and Valerie Todd of Bridesburg. And all three, you know, we talked to them separately. There was just this optimism that, yes, their voices could be heard, their message could get out there, and there could be changes that are made. And Nicole Durrell of Taconia, she was terrific, and she talked about 
uh, that yes, if you just speak out, if everybody speaks out, uh, that your, your voice will definitely be heard. Too many are these things are norms. To walk down the street and see somebody with a gun or somebody in a fist fight is a norm. That's not normal. You should be able to come out of your house in peace, barbecue in your backyard, and not have to worry about a bullet flying by you. It's about education. It's about people standing up. Stop being afraid and start using your voice. If you don't use your voice, nobody's ever going to know what's really going on. The people in the suburbs or other areas that don't have this close interaction, they also need a voice because they're stuck out there thinking there's no help. So why not, if you've survived, if God's allowed you to survive and blessed you to be this far, why not use your voice and be part of the change? So there was a sense of optimism, even though, especially with everything going on now with gun violence, the mass shootings we've had recently, of course, on South Street, the most recent here in Philadelphia, tragic events. But there was a sense of optimism that, yes, you know, you could make enough noise that people are going to listen to you. Obviously, Tim, Philadelphia, unfortunately, in the spotlight again due to gun violence, because as you mentioned this past weekend, the shootings on South Street. Did you get the impression or sense from any of the people that you spoke with from this group, whether or not that incident made this trip that much more urgent for them, more of a personal thing for them? Yeah. So this trip was planned, uh, just to note here, this trip was planned well before that South Street uh, shooting took place. But the fact that that happened on South Street and they all mentioned it, the people we talked to, they, they mentioned such a terrible incident like that happening and how it's, it, it's, it doesn't just necessarily stick to one particular neighborhood in the city, for example, or a few certain neighborhoods. Now, this is a problem for all of us when, when these things happen. It has been a part of a larger issue of gun violence here in the city of Philadelphia. It's, it's, we're coming off a record number of homicides last year largely due in part to gun violence. And you reference Ray Centron. He's hoping to humanize this issue. I'm going to be talking about the victims of uh, gun violence, the families, um, how it affected us. Coming from that lifestyle and changing my lifestyle around, um, I can really be a voice for, for my, uh, my city. There's a lot of things going on in, in, um, in the trenches out there, not just Kensington, but all over Philadelphia. You've seen what happened in South Street. People just feel the need to have to protect themselves and take another person's life. Tim, you and Ray spoke about how the environment that a person comes from or lives in plays a crucial role in situations that can ultimately get them mixed up into things involving guns. This is a really crucial part of this story, it sounds like. Ray was very honest. All three people we talked to, Jay, were very honest with us. And that was you know, talking about the things they've been through in their past and being incarcerated and, and getting mixed up in the wrong crowd. And Ray certainly was honest with us saying he grew up poor and then he got involved in terms of drugs, trying to make some money and how once you're in it, it is so hard to get out of it. And, you know, this goes to, you know, when it comes to gun violence and then, you know, drugs, for example, how, how economics plays a role in it as well, how people who feel like there's no other way out go towards these avenues and, uh, you know, find themselves in trouble because of getting involved in that. And, and there's violence, of course, linked to, to drugs and things like that in terms of things going on out on the streets. So Ray was very honest with us talking about that and how he was able to turn himself around and, and really uh, change his life. And, and Valerie, Nicole, same thing. They all talked about, you know, uh, changing their lives uh, for the better and how they, they are trying to spread that message to others. And they hope that as they continue to talk about it, that other people who may be in a similar situation can fix themselves as well and get out of this, this cycle of violence. 
Tim, I think that is a really important part of this story. Part of the message to take away from this is that hearing voices like this, these are people that don't want to be part of issues and problems like this. It sounds like they didn't wake up one day and say, hey, I want to get involved in gun violence or put myself in a situation where I could be susceptible to becoming addicted to drugs. There is this cyclical aspect to a lot of the violent crime issues that we're talking about, whether it be guns or other things. So for something that massive, where do you start? How do you start pushing up to try and get something to change? few different ways. Uh, the faith, it was uh, Valerie talking about faith, getting her through things and her connection to God. You know, everybody has their own path. For her, that was important. Just getting your, your voices out there. When you change a man and woman's thinking, you change the man and woman. And sometimes this culture with this gun violence, a lot of people feel like I need a gun to protect myself. I need um, where I'm from. You can't be without a gun. A lot of there's a message for these young kids that killing somebody is a badge of honor. I think what is healing right now is changing the message, changing the narrative. No, what is really strong is waking up, being responsible, being honest every single day. And sometimes that's not the message for these, the younger generation. So really being open about it and talking about your situation, how that can help other people and, and really reaching these lawmakers, uh, making sure that they listen to the types of things that are going on in the communities. I think it was Ray who said, you know, they can't just sit behind their desk, that, that they really have to be out there and talk to people, listen. And that's a big word here, listen, because who knows better you know, what these communities need uh, than these communities themselves? Now, there's this aspect of this in terms of victim support called the Safer Pennsylvania Act that they are advocating for the state to pass the Safer Pennsylvania Act. And what it is, it's a combination of bills uh, so that would offer employment and housing protections for survivors, making sure they have access to compensation, rehabilitation, things like that, so that uh, you know people who are victims can get better in their families as well. You mentioned earlier, Tim, that yes, the voices of some of the people you spoke with, like Nicole and Valerie and Ray, there was a passion to their voice. There was a belief. There was a hope. And to me, just listening, I'm like, how in the heck can people feel positive and inspired and empowered during such a difficult time for our city? What did you make of that? What was your stance? Is that something that impressed you? I certainly did, Brian. Oh my goodness. Because of for a few reasons. One, because of each of their stories and what they've each been through, whether it's uh, being a, a victim of abuse or what they like to focus on is being a survivor, uh, being a survivor of abuse, being a survivor of whatever situation they were in previously, and being able to overcome all that, to hear them talk about you know, getting on the other side and getting better and, and wanting to pay it forward. Uh, to me, that was optimistic that there are people who have you know, who life has beaten down in some aspects, but they continue to rise up and they want to see other people lifted as well. So that's the optimistic thing to me. If there's anything positive we can take from all this, it might be what you said right there. Tim, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jay. Thanks, Brian. That's it for this Tuesday. I'm Jay Scott Smith. I'm Brian Seltzer. We'll be back to help you get over the hump on Wednesday. <laughs>